Suppose I'm buying that for you, too. Actually, I've had a good long time to flip through it. Why don't you give it a try? The number 23. A heart-wrenching odyssey into paranoia. One of the most horrifying metamorphosis ever told. I'm buying this for you. Chapter one. All I could think about was the number. I met you when I was... 23. And the day we met was? September 14th. 9-14. 14 plus 9 is? 23. Is it all just a coincidence? I don't know. So what is 23? There are 23 axioms to Euclid's geometry. The human body consists of 46 chromosomes. 23 from each parent. 2 divided by 3? 0.666. Number the devil. So is 23 a blessing or a curse? I was born at 11, 12 p.m. 11 plus 12. 23. My birthday, 23. Driver's license, social security number. It's all 23. Sif, it's indicating my life. You've concerned yourself with minutia and you've drawn wild conclusions from them. Every 23rd word on every 23rd page. I warn you, hell is waiting. The number. What does that mean? He Waco, Texas, and the Oklahoma City bombing both happened on April 19th. You've got to get out. It's coming for you. Four plus 19 is 23. This is not who you are. The Hiroshima bomb was dropped at 8.15. Yeah! 8 plus 15 is 23. 13 years of lies! No more! Don't do this to us. Welcome to episode 185 of Movie the Podcast. Uh, we watched a movie of sorts. It was the number 23, June Carey, in full effect? In full effect, indeed. Uh, this June movie, Carey to mixed results. This, mm. Yeah, and mixed drinks for this guy. Yeah. Mm. TJ is. Yeah. Yeah, you're fun. Feeling nice. <laughs> feeling, feeling good. <laughs> and frisky. <laughs> oh, yeah, absolutely. Mm. Single and ready to mingle. <laughs> Um, Single as a Pringle. Have you guys seen... I know Sean has, but have you seen that, that uh, James Brown interview with CNN where he's just, like, goofed up yeah, out of yeah. his gourd? His hair's all fucked up. And he's got, like, those fucking, like, blue blocker sunglasses, and, like, he's getting interviewed because he got, like, arrested on, like, domestic violence yeah. charges, and he's just like, ha, ha! It's so funny. Med, that's med, the outro Med song. TV had a great sketch. It was, instead of being John Malkovich, it was being James Brown. There's this POV, oh, somebody at the door! He starts oh, shooting at God, the it's door. it's so fucking funny. <laughs> and, like, he's like, the, the lady's like, well, how do you feel about these charges again? She's like, I feel good! He just starts repeating titles yeah. of his songs, he's like, living in America! <laughs> it's a man's world! Oh, it's so funny. Uh, James Brown's awesome because he's, like, never had to actually sing. Yeah. But he kind of does, like, the talking blues. Also, James Brown is awesome because, like, he's a, uh, well, I mean, he's dead now, but when he was alive, he was, like, a notorious, like, complete asshole to his band. Yeah. And he, uh, he claimed to have perfect pitch and that he could understand, like, any musical note. And, uh, funny story, Bootsy Collins, you know who Bootsy yeah. Collins is? Yeah, bass player from Parliament. Yeah. 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 And, like, a 
in one of the, the greatest bass He's players like a bass ever to live. Yeah. He fired Bootsy Collins because he said he missed a note in the middle of one of his songs. In the middle of a set, yeah. he fired Bootsy Collins. Um, <laughs> I think that's... Bootsy Collins is not bad. <laughs> yeah, he's pretty good. Yeah. Um, but anyway, also has a great Bootsy Collins is just a guy. Uh, uh, he's a guy that shows him a lot of songs and just is like, yeah, but Parliament like and Funkadelic were actually two different bands mm-hmm. that formed together, and they're tragically underrated. Funk is a genre of music that doesn't come oh, up often. As, as someone that plays bass, you yeah. kind of have to like love it. But uh, also the uh, you know, Bootsy re- Collins Rubber Band band. Yeah, he was in Most Def's band for a little while I too. Didn't know that. Um, Anyway, sorry. Yeah, I didn't realize Go-Go was a local thing mm-hmm. until DC we thing. got older. Yeah, yeah. I kind of like Go-Go, believe it or not. I, I mean, I like Clutch, and yeah. that's just Go-Go. Like, all the Clutch beats yeah. are legit. Just, like, I, I didn't I didn't know what Go-Go was, and then I heard Go-Go. I was like, oh, it's just Clutch. We're not not talking about this movie because it sucks. Oh, no. But it does. <laughs> that's totally what <laughs> Anyway, hi, everybody. No hi. Gogs this week. Uh, we can't make fun of him. He has serious problems. Yeah. Uh, he's gay. No, <laughs> it's not a problem. It's not a problem for us. Uh, it's yeah, it's a problem for himself because yeah. he's self hating, and we're trying to make him more. Because he's so butch. He's... <laughs> we're, try... we're trying to make him more progressive, but he's you know, I don't know. It's Pride Month, and he yeah. just can't come to terms. And everybody's stealing our bits. Yeah, yeah. What's up with that? Everybody's talking about how much they love cruising now. It's like we're full on queer two four seven. Absolutely. We don't need a month. Mm-hmm. We're gay all the time. Well, we did have time. a month. Yeah. Well, labor gays. And that's where we watch Cruising. Yeah. But it wasn't Pride Which month. is getting released on Blu-ray by Arrow in I a am going 4K to pl- restoration overseen by William Friedkin. I saw your post. Is there any extra footage going to be in there? That footage is gone. Yeah, that sucks. I love that I want to know though. how much... Dick is in that missing footage. It's got to be tough. Well, it's like we talked about on that episode, and I think it's again, like we said on the episode, it's what makes that movie so interesting. But I want to know what there seems to be so much more. That is that movie even better somehow? I bet. I bet footage? it is. Which is crazy. But that movie was great. Al Pacino used to be able to act. How about that? Well, he used to try. Yeah. He's like De Niro. He doesn't. Tr- or you know, in a lot of ways, like I was just talking about this to, with Leonardo DiCaprio, the gay Anthony. Speaking of Pride yeah. Month, oh, oh. Bruce Willis. And I know you know this, Sean. Yeah. And in a future episode, I'm sure we're going to watch this. But that movie that he's in now with Frank Grillo. Yeah. Um. He, I, Alec. I don't know if you know this, but it's amazing to me. So he has, you know, a lot of actors have like a daily rate. So like they'll only get, they have like it's like a rock band. Like they, they'll only sign on to do a movie if you meet these certain conditions. A writer. Yeah. I, I forgot the name of it. So, for, um, Bruce Willis literally says, "I need. I. I don't know what the exact number is, but it's like around a million dollars." And he'll only be on set for a day. So these, like, direct-to-Redbox movies will get him, because just having Bruce Willis, you know, on your movie is going to yeah. get people to, to pay attention. But they literally have to film, like, around him, because he's only going to be there for a day, which like, is insane. I get why Nicolas Cage does all those movies, because he's got to pay for his castle taxes or whatever, but, like, is Bruce Willis in money trouble or something? I think he, like, just, he just is making that money. He's just greedy. Yeah, I think so. So, yeah, there's this movie that's out right now that's apparently, like, unbelievably bad, and you can tell that, like, Bruce Willis is, like, never really Poor in Frank it. Grillo, because I'm sure he's actually trying. So, re- reading about uh, Bruce Willis's day rate, mm-hmm. so this is an incredible story. He turned down The Expendables 3 because they wouldn't meet his million-dollar-a-day thing. They offered him $3 million yeah. for four days' work, and he said no. <laughs> Which kind of rules. Yeah, I'm not mad at it. Also, Expendables 3. I mean, that's... 
That's fucking hilarious. We're gonna give you fucking three million dollars to show up on set Pass. for four days, and he's like, nah. Ladder, <laughs> <laughs> <Lada>, bitch. <laughs> anyway, uh, what'd you all watch this week? I watched a bunch. I watched of a stuff. bunch of shit. <clears throat> Who goes first? Well, we're gonna table the one Alex, thing. Right? Sean. Oh. Yeah, oh. table the one thing yeah. for the end. Yeah, I, we watched tables. The history of eating surfaces. <laughs> it's a coffee table book about coffee tables. I'd watch that. I watched a few things. I watched um, the Teen Titans Go to Hollywood. Loved it. Best DCEU movie. Correct. By far. Um, um, it's really fun are, and silly. Can and I, I jump in for one absolutely. thing? Are you familiar at all with the show? Do you watch the show? I watched the other one. No, the, the, the older the Teen one. Titans Go show no. specifically. It's very good. Yeah. They have a lot of fun. Like, there's like Sandman jokes in it. Mm-hmm. Um, the challenges of the unknown are fucking hysterical. Like, challenges of the unknown. Who even knows those guys? It's right their fucking name. All the Deadpool jokes because you know, like, if if you're like enough into comics, you know that Deadpool's basically rip off of Deathstroke. It's not even basically. I mean, it's they have almost Slade, the same name. Slade Wilson Slade. and uh, Wade Wilson. Uh, another interesting thing about Deathstroke is like he was published as Deathstroke the Terminator. Pre the Terminator That's movie, you, I didn't know this. Thing. So they dropped the Terminator just to not get it confused, even though they had the rights to it. So weird. I think I had a comic of that when I was a kid that said Deathstroke. Deathstroke the Terminator. So I did. Yeah, it was a uh, miniseries came out after Teen Titans. Yeah, name's that. a little on the nose. What was this kid's name? Jericho. Uh, Jericho. The um the Christopher Priest Deathstroke books are actually really good. They're some of the more recent comics that I've read. Um, yeah, Teen Titans Go is a very good show, and it's something that I didn't understand, because I mean, I, I watched it since it started, yeah. the Teen Titans Go that is, and people were like, this show sucks it's for kids, it's like, yeah, but it's really funny and like, even on the show they work in a lot of references that only us yeah. are gonna get, but it's a fun show there's like, a great Stan Lee cameo in this movie um, it's also the art, I didn't realize it was the same guy, is his name Dan Hip? Uh huh. He's a really good. Like I enjoy his cartoons. I didn't know he was involved in that show. I think he's the character designer. Oh, that makes sense. They're very much like his designs. The voice work's all fun. Like, will yeah. that produce the movie? And one of the, I think Cyborg is, um, isn't Ce- Cyborg Cedric Yarbrough from mm-hmm. Reno? Carrie Payton. Oh. But Nicholas Cage is Superman, which is fun. Oh, that is fun. And uh, Lil Yachty is the Green Lantern. <laughs> <laughs> the movie's a blast. Like I really enjoy it. It's like, oh, this could be fun. Yeah, it's very like. Uh, Self-deprecating and makes fun of all the other DC movies. I like when they go back it's in like, time. What's your mother's day? Yeah, they go back in time dude. to create Batman. So the part of without spoiling it too have much. Have you seen this, Alec? No, it's oh, on you'll HBO. Love it, dude, it's so good. If you have access to HBO, yeah. Um, they they're like, we can't get a movie because there's too many superheroes. So they go back to undo all the superheroes. Like they they play this like funk song that saves Krypton, and they go to <laughs> Batman's parents, and it's like. <laughs> they're walking out of the theater and uh, Little Bruce Wayne's like thank you for taking me to the movies in this dangerous neighborhood and they're like let's go home and he's like why are you going down there this crime alley <laughs> why don't you go down happy fun lane and they're like okay so they go down and it gets all fucked up so they gotta go back and undo it yeah and it is the funniest shit the way they undo it yeah no it's hilarious <laughs> a gif of that specific thing like made its rounds on Facebook <laughs> Where they literally push basically Bruce Wayne's parents into a gun, and then Robin you gives hear them the, the thumbs you up. You hear the, the gunshot. They put the pearls on his mother and shove them in the alley. This you is a children's <laughs> movie. You hear all the gunshots of Robin's like. It's so funny. It's very funny. I, I really enjoyed it. I yeah. can't recommend it enough. It's very good. Um, Anything else? They, there's a bit where they all keep shitting in the prop toilet. 
and they're singing songs about it. It's a good show. <laughs> it's a good movie, and it's a great show. Uh, uh, Puffy Amiumi does the theme song. I don't know who that does is. Does Japanese girl duo. Um, I watched the first part of Finding Neverland. Oh, God. That's, that, that is a rough Man, watch. Man, it, it's tough to talk about, but these kids are really ungrateful. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, good lord. <laughs> it's like... It's kind of amazing. You don't want to blame the parents, but at the same time, you're like, they're like, oh, Michael was like another son. He'd just show up at our house and spend the night. I'm like, he's and he's like, like 30. 30. Yeah. You're stupid. And like, the that's... way the kid's describing it, like, oh, he had me suck on his nipples while he finished himself. Uh, after watching that, and you haven't watched the whole thing. I, no, I've watched the other two hours of it. Like, how awful is it when you see somebody post like a Michael, like a, like a public post of like a Michael Jackson thing and people are like defending him it's just like I mean we all kind of knew yeah but it could like that yeah. after seeing that it's tough yeah it's tough Corey Feldman's probably all mad because he could have got paid <laughs> do you think he see that now do you think he's the one that didn't get molested no here's the thing okay. I think I this is my personal theory well it's not a lot of people have this theory but I agree with it I guess I, I subscribe to this yeah. theory he Michael Jackson only preyed on the poor kids. Yeah. Macaulay Culkin, uh, Corey Feldman, that, you know how they say he never fucked with them? Yeah. Probably didn't because they had status and yeah. they were wealthy and they could do... Like, if if something happened to them, they could speak out and people would listen. Yeah. But, the, like, the, the two kids, obviously now adults, that are focused on in this documentary... They were nobodies. So and, they, and they go out of their way to say that they were nobodies. The kid had an Australian accent when he was a kid and now doesn't, which is kind of funny. He loses it as they um, Even his Macaulay Culkin now seems like somebody that got molested a bunch. I don't know if you've seen him on Red Letter and stuff. Well, I but can't he's... even imagine that, like, even without Michael Jackson, you know the rest of his <laughs> yeah, life yeah. is probably complete. His brother seems pretty well adjusted. He had, like, two brothers, right? Oh, really? The Scott Oh, yeah, no, 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 you're, no right, you're right, because the, the one... The youngest one was in that Lords of Chaos movie that I they didn't oh. care for. I almost tried to drag it across concrete because it was ninety nine cents, but it was like two hours and I need you to watch something. I need you because you're gonna hate it. I have to and take I, the day off. Just watch it's it. So long. <laughs> if you, you watch, you like it, long? and then I'll just be like, I don't even know what the. Now nah, you know I won't. Like um, no, you're gonna hate it. it was, and then I watched uh, the thing we'll talk about later. Okay. Out. <clears throat> the only movie I watched is the thing that we're going to talk about. Okay. I watched two shows in their entirety. Two shows? Uh, Good Omens on Amazon. I started watching. I love that it. That show is awesome. Is that Neil Gaiman? Yeah. 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 Terry, Neil Gaiman and Terry Pritchard before he passed away. Pratchett? Oh, Pratchett, yeah. Okay. Sorry. That show is awesome. No, it's good. I re- it's it's the best Gaiman adaptation that they've... Actually, you know what? I'm going to... This is a very bold pro- proclamation. This show gives me hope that you might be able to make Sandman someday. Ooh. Because it's tonally... That's the problem I have at all, like, oh. with, with American Gods and with, like, the Beowulf movie. Tone is always fucked up. This is the perfect game in tone. <clears throat> I, never, well, I guess Stardust got the tone right. Stardust, yeah, Stardust is good. Stardust is good. <sighs> I never read the books, but the I show is like fantastic. Great cast. Yeah, it's got a... Great ass. <laughs> Great ass. David, Ten- David Tennant and Michael Sheen. Ooh, I like Michael Sheen. He's in Ma- terrible movies, though. Michael Sheen is a... That's uh, who that is. I could not figure out who that was. How do you not IMDB the shit immediately? Like, I do that all I the time. I got you. Yeah, okay. Alec, who's that guy? <laughs> Alec <laughs> all Because Alec always knows. Yeah. Alec has, like... What did we see Michael Sheen in recently? He was in he some... was in the 30 Rock episode over my house. No, no, no. We no, watched he was a movie in a movie. Where he plays Wesley Snipes. 
No, wasn't he in like one of the Twilight? You mentioned him. No, he was. He is in the Twilight and Underworld movies, but he was in something else we watched for the show. Yeah, I can't remember. I don't remember that. But uh, Michael Sheen plays Aziraphale, an angel, and David Tennant is Crowley, a demon. Yeah. Oh, he's in fucking um. Everybody's favorite movie last year, the Netflix movie, the Gareth Evans movie. Oh, oh right. Apostle. He's the, yeah, he's the, the, he's yeah, the preacher. Right. Yeah. Shit. He doesn't look like, anything like... No, he looks like Neil Fallon in this. Yeah, he looks like a <laughs> totally clutch. different person. More clutch um, talk in this episode. And basically, the uh, the apocalypse is supposed to happen, and the Antichrist is coming, but they somehow botch they who the Antichrist is. Yeah. <laughs> the, the kids get switched accidentally. Oh. <laughs> so they're all tracing the wrong kid, thinking he's the Antichrist, and like the the other kids just growing up... Like being left alone oh, like in that this. Mark Miller book. It's a lot. It's got preacher vibes. It really does. Like I, I'm sorry, but this picture of David Tennant looks just like Billy Mays. I get it. I don't think <laughs> I've ever seen him with a beard before. Yeah. I've never seen him. Oh, um, he had a beard in Broadchurch, didn't he? A little bit, not like yeah. that. It was that like, show. Was it was more like a scroll, you told a me about that show. Yeah, that show that was good. I don't. I never saw past the first season. I watched the second. It's very good. Um. Yeah, Good Omens is very good. It's a lot of fun. I'm glad you like it. I, you know, it's funny. I, f- I watched the first like four episodes. I think it's only six. You're Maybe almost three there. Three episodes, and I was like, I bet Alec would like this. Yeah, I did. I the, Sean, uh, you'd like it too. Actually, it's very like, good. It's it's. I'm it's, hot and cold on gaming. I think you'd like this one. Though. I like gay men. <laughs> yes, I old th- gaming. It again. It has preacher vibes, and it's not too cute. Okay. Like, it's fun, but it's not... You know, it's weird. He's yeah. written some of my favorite comic books. Like, there's two death books, The oh, yeah. Time of Your Life and The High Cost of Living. I Did think they're both really Sandman good. Sandman proper? Yeah. That's, I mean, that's fucking yeah, yeah, amazing. Yeah. I'm glad like, you liked it. I did. I did. I liked it a lot. The, like, art design on the show reminds me a lot of uh, Pushing Daisies. Oh, I love Pushing mm-hmm. Daisies. Like, the Is way it that... like a Brian Fuller show, kind of? Man, oh yeah, it's maybe. more of a Brian Fuller show than American Gods, which is literally a Brian oh, Fuller God. show. <laughs> Oh wow, he! I didn't know he did. Yeah, that. and that sucks. <laughs> it's, uh, and no. I love Brian Fuller because he made Hannibal. Julian Anderson got good cans though. What's that? Julian Anderson got good cans though. She's an more American like Gods, isn't she? I don't even remember. X-Files lady, yeah. More like Julian Canderson. Nice. She's in Hannibal. I know TJ, did you hear me? That was a good one. Yeah. She's still uh, watch Hannibal. Oh no, I watched one episode. You I need like, eh. to watch. It. I like no. Manhunter. Dude, she's Hannibal a, is so good. She's a good show. I don't know if it's still on Netflix. It's called The Fall. Yeah, I'm watching. That was really good. good? Yeah. I never finished, or maybe I did finish. I think that was originally it was like good. a Fox show or something. Oh well, no, there was a. She's in the British version. Oh, okay. Coming the, this summer, the BBC the version. Oh, um, what other show did you watch? Uh, it's another Amazon show called Forever. I don't even. Fred Armisen and Maya Rudolph. Oh, I saw the uh, commercials for that. I liked it. I like both of them. Yeah, it's. Uh, I mean, talking about it too much is going to spoil anything from the first couple of episodes. Yeah. But it's a lot of fun and it's really weird and Is it like a dark strange. comedy kind of thing? Yeah. I have an enormous crush on Maya Rudolph. So, yeah, same. So Jillian Anderson um, played David Bowie or something in American Gods. Jillian uh, Anderson. Oh. Mr. That was, yeah, you, this, get, you picked up, this you is picked your up mother. my awful Hugo Weaving. <laughs> Mr. Anderson, this yeah. is your mother, Mr. She played Anderson. The, she played the TV god in that? I never uh, got to that yeah. episode because I stopped watching. I watched two episodes. Uh, my I favorite Maya Rudolph bit was when we walked out of a uh, fucking Phantom Thread and you're like, you think Maya Rudolph's okay? Oh yeah, that whole <laughs> Phantom Thread is like I don't know. Maya Rudolph and P.T. Anderson must have had a real long talk after that movie because yeah. that movie is about a very fucked up relationship. 
about an artist that is annoyed to the point of suicide by his wife. But then uh, you find out the <laughs> wife is kind of into it as it's, muse. It's kind of it's like fair. a. It's sort of a, like a spoiler to say that, but that's like the. Oh, for all the people that are like still like holding out the year and a half later. I don't know, man. It's a good movie. I liked <laughs> it's it. fine. I liked it a lot. Um, I did. Anything else, Alan? No. Besides the one we all watched. Just that. So who's left? Tables. Hella. What did you watch? You watched. You watched. Uh, <laughs> you watched at least two of these. I watched Biting Alec. It was the best <laughs> movie ever. Um, I watched three things. Three things. I, I will give them in order of quality. Okay. I watched X. It's not even called X Men Dark Phoenix. It's, it's just Dark called Phoenix. Dark Phoenix. And I am shocked that you in didn't order go of see quality. It. So that was the was best. And I'm pointing at Alec. No, in, in lowest oh, to highest. Okay. Sorry, I, I was going to go see it today, and I just was too I'm lazy. I'm shocked didn't Alec like didn't see this movie. Alec, if y'all didn't Alec. know this, Alec is the biggest X Men fan ever. Bigger than me. Hmm. There's two things that Alec loves: X Men and Spider Man. Yeah. And I love them too. But you, I feel like you're a bigger <laughs> fan of both. I want to see Spider Man. <laughs> no. <laughs> Your fandom it pales in comparison to Al. No, I was just thinking of uh, what the fuck is that movie with Paul Rudd and what's her face? It's like I want to see Spider Man. Oh, uh, Grown Ups, not Grown Ups. Uh, uh, is it the forty or this? Yeah, whatever. Um, Knocked up. So I saw I saw Dark Phoenix. It is abhorrent trash. Abhorrent. Abhorrent. Sorry, yeah. what's the word, Sean? A- oh, abhorrent. You got it the second time. Abhorrent. Yeah. yeah. It's like so. We and we're gonna say this later on. The biggest crime for a, a movie uh, that you've learned from movie podcast is to be boring. No, I have a thought. Go ahead. Is it a bigger crime for a movie to be boring or to be long? Well, isn't that kind of the same thing? Not necessarily. Mm. Boring. I, I could take a long like. Endgame yeah, I mean, there's plenty of long movies, and I've yeah, seen that I've three seen times. It. Yeah, I I don't know. Well, see, here's the thing, Sean. Um, a movie can be long and not boring. Yeah, like you love 2001, right? I do love 2001. That's a long movie. Yeah. And it's not boring. You're never bored by that movie. Uh, uh, fucking um, Blade Runner 2049. That's a long movie. Yeah. You're not bored. So I'd say bore, boring. Okay. It, Dark Phoenix is just like, it feels like a punch-out movie. They're just like, let's just get this fucking finished. Um, nothing has any... This rest- is like the last paper of the year before summer, right? You know, like- yeah, and it just like, it, it sucks because, I mean, I know it doesn't really matter because the X-Men universe, I'm doing air quotes, doesn't nearly mean as much as the Marvel universe, but it's been around almost as long. It's been around longer. It's been, a, you know, and there X-Men are seven X-Men movies, not including the spinoffs. Seven in-continuity, yeah. non-rebooted X-Men movies. And it's bad. It's just like, and, and, and the thing is that, like, you know, and, and I guess, you know, no, it's fair. I was going to say, it's unfair to compare this to something like Endgame, but it's, it's fair. I mean, they're, every movie... If anything, it's more fair because X-Men's been around longer. Well, the thing is, yes. is that the first Endgame X-Men started, Endgame, like, like the superhero movies. Yeah. yeah. Like, that was out before the 99? first Spider-Man. Endgame or and... I remember being shocked when I saw it, how good it was. Well, it was like... They and it wasn't even that good, but I don't even think they, like, were... Convinced to release it barely because it's just like, oh, X Men tomorrow. Like, yeah. what? Yeah. But I mean, you know, what we got with the Marvel movies is like, it feels like like there's weight to things that happened in Infinity War and Endgame. You know what I mean? Like, it seems to mean a lot in those movies, despite yeah. what Gog says. And, I, and especially, especially with Endgame, you know, that, and I mean, I can spoil it now, but that, that final battle is like, 
cathartic as shit because you're like, oh my god, all these great characters that have been introduced. And Ant Man. And there's weight to everybody. <laughs> even the Ant Man's. Like, despite the quality of like he's yeah. a great character yeah. that they've introduced, and he's even like he's a full. I would go ahead and say, and I, I, I w- besides Wolverine, Ant Man is a better character than any of the X Men characters in all of those movies. What about Storm? <laughs> right, yeah, what about Storm? Um, I don't know. What about no? It's not better than Magneto. Yeah. Okay. Or Charles. Either Magneto or either Xavier. There's three characters in the X Men movies: okay. Wolverine, Magneto, and fucking Charles Xavier. Yeah. That's it. The rest of the X Men are garbage. And two different Boulevard Trask. One's black and one's a midget. I forgot that Trask black. was in the other. Yeah, yeah he's, he's in, in the like, third one. Yeah, two or three. Yeah, I don't remember it's that. Bill, it's, is it Bill Nunn that plays? Yeah, him? somebody like it's semi-famous. It's the guy oh, from that's Predator. Right. Yeah, yeah. The, yeah, Bill Nunn. Yeah, yeah, that's right. But anyway, uh, Dark Phoenix, man, it's just like they. Well, well, first of all, I totally forgot about. Did this. they explain why she was the Phoenix for a second at the end of you, Apocalypse? You stole my thunder. That's exactly <laughs> what I was going to say. I totally forgot that they. That until I got home, I was like, oh yeah, she was Phoenix or a little bit in the end of Apocalypse. No, they don't explain that at all. She gets her Phoenix powers, uh, basically like, it's the, just Fantastic swap out Four. the Fantastic yeah. Four to Phoenix, the, a, a space force. Can I ask a question sure. maybe you can't answer? Okay. Is Sophie, Sophie Turner, right? That's yeah. her name. Is she Famke Jansen? Are they the same Jean Grey no. from different timelines? I don't think they're supposed to be. Maybe I don't know. I, 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 you're right. I can't answer that. Okay. Um. But uh. So here's the thing, right? So that sequence, where we're in space. <laughs> so Alex, the, thinking about so it. the whole. Oh, th- uh, another thing that bothers me about this movie is is that the, the Wolverine is the same. Yes. But she wasn't introduced in the new movies until after Days of Future Past. Right. But where it's established, it's the same storm. I imagine it's the it same is. beast. So it's also the same. So I guess Magneto. It's the same. So like Michael Fassbender in is 90, Michael Fassbender. In 1990s, Michael Fassbender. In 2000, he's Ian McClellan. So, so, so wouldn't it follow like without getting away off the tangent? Well, the, the movie no. we're talking about is so bad. <laughs> and um, when we get to the back half of this episode, it's going to be fast. All downhill. I, I, I'm gonna, let me just say this right now: Dark Phoenix is so bad. We're going to review it on the show. Yeah, I, I, as I, I've said this a few times with, with like King of the Monsters. I think I said this. Yeah. I was like, "Fuck, this is a goddamn movie. This is a movie the podcast show." To, um, also, King of the Monsters dropped to like fourteen million this weekend. So uh, even China's like, mm, nah. <laughs> um, well, they can't have so, a Japanese monster saving the no, world. No, they hate that shit. Unless it got killed by a big old Chinese monster. Or just a Chinese man. Dude, like Mao. Super Mao! Dong! Oh, that'd be great. Uh, just whipping his book at him. Super Mao! Oh, that'd be no, awesome. No, just regular Mao. Um, so, in in the continuity of X-Men as we understand it, Famke Jansen was, had the Phoenix powers the whole time. Yes. So, are we to extrapolate that, like, she got them from space, but this timeline's well, divergent, like, so, like... Well, like Alex just said, who knows, because, yeah. remember, at the end of Apocalypse, the reason they end up beating Apocalypse is because Jean Grey has, like, latent Phoenix yeah. powers. Uh, so I don't know. Um, so anyway, just, I- I'm not gonna get into a whole thing of this movie, but, like, this kind of encapsulates why <laughs> this movie's so fucking terrible. So, like, you've seen the trailer... 
There's yes. like the whole movie starts with like a space mission, right? Like the X Men are going to go up and save like these astronauts, and so the the sequence starts out and all the X Men like Cyclops, Storm, uh, Quicksilver, uh, Jean Grey, you know, Mystique, Beast, all they're all up there. So bored Mystique. So what happens? First of all, she is bad in this movie. Well, and and I. I don't know if this is a spoiler or not because I saw it a mile away seeing the trailer, but she dies in yeah, the movie like duh. right away. She's uh, done with that contract. Yeah. But uh, anyway, <laughs> so like they the so the astronauts are in the ship, so they get Nightcrawler to teleport Quicksilver in there. Mm-hmm. You see it in the trailer yeah. a bit, and pull the the fucking astronauts back to the X Men ship. That makes sense. Yeah. So well, then they're Quicksilver like, Quicksilver have to be part of it. Like, yeah, Nightcrawler just grab them and. That actually makes it seems even really, more sense, yeah. but yeah, okay. I, but like, let's just give the movie. Okay, so Quicksilver is super fast and can do things like you know whatever. Yeah. So then they're like, oh shit, there's this like cosmic force coming. We don't have much time, so Nightcrawler should use Jean Grey to hold the ship together so Nightcrawler can bring him back. Why didn't you just use Quicksilver, the guy? If if you don't have a lot of time, why don't you use the guy that can move? Would really be funnier if Quicksilver teleported over there, and all of a sudden you just start seeing all this like oh, floating cum. So bad because he's beat off ten million times also, before they turn around. The, so they remake his suits actually so, expanding from so all the shit. My buddy, my buddy Drew on Facebook pointed this out, and it's something else I didn't realize until I got home. Is that Simon Kinberg is the yeah. guy that directed? He wrote. He wrote yeah. The Last Stand, so he's ruined The Dark Phoenix twice. I'll tell you what, man. I bet you The Last Stand is much better than this movie. It is. Just talking about it. Because uh, The Last Stand, like, I know we make fun of it, but it's at least watchable. This we watched it. Dark yeah, Phoenix. we watched it for the show. Was it last yeah. summer? We watched it. You Dark Phoenix it. is so fucking boring. Anyway, there's a part that cracked me up. You're back at Jean Grey's, like, hometown, right? And Jean Grey goes to meet her father. It's the same scene from fucking Last Stand. Yeah. And Remember when the Ultimates where her dad was like a biker troll? Yes. <laughs> so anyway, so like she doesn't do anything in this town. The X-Men show up to stop her, but like nothing's happened, right? right? Like she hasn't blown up any buildings. She hasn't caused any damage. Is it like the same exact like kind of ho-hum Main Street USA? It's like? It looks like the same set. Okay. But it, my point is, is that like so she comes out of the building. Again, the X-Men are there, but nothing has happened. She comes out of the mailbox facility. No, cops show up. And it's like, why are the cops here? And she's then she attacks the cops, and like, the cops start shooting her, but she's, like, she's just a girl standing in the middle of the street. I don't know. There's also, like, fake scrolls in this movie that are just, why like... Why does she are in this movie? I don't know. <laughs> uh, Storm is, like, incredibly weak. So there's just, like, shape-shifting aliens, right? Like, they're basically scrolls. They can be killed by machine gun fire that they established in the movie. Storm is like oh, how do they know that's their like weakness? weakness. <laughs> no, but they shoot, they get shot and they die. So you, they're not like invincible. Storm is like electrocuting him, and they're just it's just bouncing off him. Like the fuck? Maybe they made out of rubber. also like Magneto, like this big like uh, penultimate battle in the movie. Magneto. Is, is there a scene where we have to drag Magneto in from whatever quiet life he's living now? Yes. Thank you for bringing that. Well, that happens in every movie. That poor so, guy. Yeah. So fucking Magneto in this big penultimate fight shows that he has no qualms about killing people. He's killing people left and right. But then, like the leader of the like fake scroll shows up, and then he's like doing all this like trickery. It's like take a piece of metal he, he wants and cut f- his fucking head off, like you did with the he rest wants of. To fuck Jessica Chastain though, right? Well, so do I. Yeah. So but, I get it. Uh, anyway, it's it's really really fucking bad. I mean, there's like so. 
it, and like all the dialogue is just people making declarative statements and then walking out of rooms. Like I, <laughs> I, I hated this movie so fucking much. And what made this movie even worse? And Does it give you a more appreciation for Apocalypse as like fun, campy trash? Not really, because yeah. I, I mean I gotta rewatch it possibly, but. What made this movie even worse is that the people behind me thought they were like some kind of cinema genius because they were ending every sentence the characters were about to say, and it's like, in shut bed. the fuck up! Also, I had one of the most distracting experience, experiences I've ever seen where, the right literally in front of me, I wasn't like being a weirdo, the couple in front of me was this guy that looked like Agamemnon from Dame to Kill For, <laughs> which is a very specific reference. Right. It's this very like weird, yeah, fat... Yeah. He looked like um, he looked like Borat's manager yeah. from the Borat movie. Okay, that's exactly right. what this guy looked like. Also, D later on D's manager yeah. in that comedy episode. Um, and he, the girl that was with him, was like this. Like I would probably guess maybe twenty five. Like very cute girl. And I'm like, that's got, what is the deal with this? So like, must be like it's like your buddy with that guy at the ball game. Yeah, I don't know. Remember you had that hot buddy with that fucking troll she was dating that she's probably married to, and hopefully she doesn't listen to the show. I don't remember, but I think I know what you're talking <laughs> hopefully about. Hopefully she oh, does. Well, we'll go through this later. Yeah. I think we'll we'll be able to hash this out. Uh, but uh, so I'm like, what is this? The deal with this? Like father and daughter. Yeah. So, so then they start like making out in the middle of the movie, and I was like horrified. <laughs> I was like, what is going on? So I got these people behind me like telling me the movie. These people making out, and then a garbage movie on top. It was like the the, the three horsemen of like kill me right the fuck now. It's awful. You gotta workshop that title. Yeah, I know. I was terrible, <laughs> and also like you're like a fucking garbage magnet at the movies. Like I hate I going to movies with you. I know. I go every <laughs> week. Uh, anyway, so yeah, don't watch Dark Phoenix. The here's the funny thing. My favorite part of the whole movie. There's a stupid scene after the the space rescue mission, and Dazzler shows up. And it looks like 70s Disco Dazzler, and she's, like, singing. Yeah. I really enjoyed that part, because I like... Dazzler? I had some person... I kind of like how everybody's it. made it their mission in the comic books to make Dazzler cool. People try really I, hard with Dazzler, like... I'm not gonna lie, she, like, I've kind of always liked Dazzler. Shield? Yeah. At some point... I yeah, like, Mystique I, took over for her, and then there was the punk rock Dazzler in the Ultimates, who I really liked. She was, like, a Brody doll from the Distillers. I like Dazzler. Yeah. I've always liked Dazzler. Um, what, was, what movie did we go to where like that couple we used to call movie thinking they wouldn't stop laughing? I just turned around, I was like, "Shut the fuck up!" What? what? No, it was uh, it was a Marvel movie. Yeah. What? Or no, no, it was Thor. Was, was it Thor? It Thor? Or was it BVS? No, we weren't together. We were like, what? no, I was too busy slapping across your girlfriend <laughs> to get your attention so I can give you double thumbs down <laughs> for two and a half hours straight. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, best part of the movie. Uh, yeah, I agree. <laughs> uh, all right, so yeah, Dark Phoenix is trash. I'm sorry, I went on way too long about that. Jessica Chastain's name of the movie is Buck. Yeah. <laughs> oh, what was the? Oh, oh, I'm sorry. Christ. One, one last thing. One no, last I was just talking about the Magneto thing because I brought it up. Uh, so uh, you X Men has been around for what 40 years? Yeah. So you have, I mean, off the top of your head, you guys, both of you guys, could probably name. 50 X-Men. Like Lifeguard. Right. <laughs> oh, good old. So what, what does this movie give you? Again, we've, we've had these X-Men movies around for 20 years. So Magneto introduces a bunch of new mutants. you think they'd be cool. You could get... 
I don't know. Just off the top of my head. Cannonball. Cannonball. Fucking. Oh. But even like bad Rock, guys. Rocket ass. You could even get like fucking like marrow or fucking. Marrow would be a cool one. E- any of them. They so, kind of had marrow in Last Stand, but it was a Eunice dude. the Untouchable. But you could get like. <laughs> what my point is, you could get like. You could get cool ones. Like, yeah. just, just fucking put a Mega Red in. Who yeah. cares? Like, just. Who, so in this movie. Cyber. Sure. <laughs> it's better than what you Arcade. get. I don't think Cyber is a mutant. Point of fact, but really, I think he's a he's weapon like a, X experiment. We had a movie with the fucking Reavers in it, so I'm good. So anyway, my point is, yeah. this movie introduces some girl with tattoos. <laughs> that is, uh, is it Stacy X who has no, mutant pheromones? She was also a hooker. Yeah, my, I, hooker. I forget who it was. Somebody on my face, uh, Michael Fur, actually, he's a funny comedian. You guys should check him out. He has a special on fucking Amazon Prime. Um, he's great. No, he he's great. I didn't say anything. Um. But he pointed out the character it was, and like I can't remember it now. But I was like, that was supposed to be her, and so it's her and like a guy that can control his dreadlocks. Hmm. That's your. You should have brought out like Fabian Cortez, the man with the silliest name ever. Wouldn't that be cool oh, though? Like, what was it, Soraka? Sanyaka. Sanyaka with, with the, the whips. whips. That would be cool. Like, yeah. give me something. Oh, those guys. Oh, what was the, the uh, acolytes? Or have you introduced Toad Ubisicone. yet in this new t- timeline? Bring back Havoc. Make you know what I mean? We like well, Havoc. didn't he die? He died, he died in, in first class. He was in first class. Who cares? <laughs> well, obviously <laughs> he died in Apocalypse. But yeah, you're right. Who cares? Or bring some. They got Polaris right from the TV show. Bring some of those people into it. Go yeah. crazy. Uh, but anyway, yeah. So you get a girl that's like got like telekinesis powers and uh, a guy that can control his dreadlocks. Thanks, guys. Thanks for the effort. Really appreciate it. Um, it's not like they like. There's no shortage. Of I really wish y'all watched the movie because I feel like you'd hate it as much as I did. But uh, I also watched The Perfection. It's a Netflix film. It's it, about violin rapes. It is. It is. Thirty minutes of a really cool movie, and then just trash. Like it starts out, and you're like, "Wow, this is really interesting." Like I like the dynamic between uh, Allison Williams. Is that her name? The, it's from Get Out. The oh, yeah, daughter yeah. in Get Out. And then, Brian Williams' daughter. Yeah. She's really good. Um, the other the other actress... Is, is the character named Ink? Is it supposed to be Ink from I, the they, I don't believe... Okay. I, I, they have like... To be honest, Sean, I don't, I, think, I don't think they ever say either one of the characters' names. On the IMDb credit, there's like four people just named Mutant Uncredited. <laughs> yeah. They couldn't even bother to give them names. <clears throat> so the perfection starts out, and it's like really weird, and you're like, it, it almost has like a kind of surreal... Like a number 23 quality? <laughs> yeah. But then there's like a big sea change, and it turns into fucking I Spit on Your Grave, and it's real bad. It's like the cheapest horror movie turn. Yeah, it, and it sucks, and like, I want that first half hour that I was promised. Like, I want the yeah. rest of that movie, not what, like... I don't know this for a fact. I know that when I watched the credits, there was like six credited writers. Yeah, I'll take another stuff. Can you give me a beer? Actually, I can't get a Perrier. They're under the... You'll see them in the fridge. Um, You think it was a couple scripts they stitched together? Well, yeah. When when I watched the credits, there was like four screenwriters. So I would not be surprised if The Perfection started out as one script that got Frankensteined into several scripts. But it sucks because... It's I, like this weird music thriller is too weird to add a fucking home invasion rape to it. Well, it's like in the the fucking... Like, I mean, this sounds terrible to say, but like the rape part is unearned and just like really... Well, it's... We talked about this before. Either the movie has to be specifically about that and I, or just don't do it. Well, it's funny because like a few people... I posted about this movie on my Facebook and a few people were like talking about 
like rape plots specifically, and and I thought to myself, well, maybe I'm a hypocrite because, I mean, I'm not going to sit here and backtrack and tell you that one of my favorite movies is not irreversible, right? But that's what that movie's about, and it's like the catalyst for people falling apart. Like the whole movie's about the backwards telling of the fallout from that event. Exactly, it's not and just I, there for like and and what I always shock stand you? by is I feel like while the rape scene in Irreversible is shocking. It's so shocking, it's disgusting. Right. And it's not... It's not movie-y. It's, it's not, not... It's not like a... I don't, not gag like a joke, but like a gag like a horror effect. Like it, it is in some other movies. It's not meant to be, like, titillating. It's not like an Alan Moore thing. It's so disgusting, it's hard to watch. Yeah. And I think that's the entire point of that right. film. Whereas, like, this movie, it's just like, oh, yeah. Like, it, it's very, like, 90s. <laughs> it's like a by Macho Man Randy Savage. Well, it's, like, very, like, 90s. It's like, He's oh, yeah. You think, you think this movie. Well, it's like, you think this movie's dark? Oh, yeah, there's rape in that movie. Yeah. It's just like, I don't know. It is like Alan Moore. But I, yeah. But, I mean, I'd give Alan Moore a little bit more credit. I mean, he's a better writer, but he loves that <laughs> Is Stella getting some pizza? What is she doing over here? She got up real quick and came to stalk me. <laughs> Anyway, I really wanted to like this movie, though, I'll be honest. Like, when it started, and, like, I really liked what they were doing between the two leads, I was, like, very excited about how, like, things were setting up. Even to the point where they get on this bus going to, like, some nowhere place in China, I was like, this is interesting. And then, literally, something happens, and then they do the rewind sound effect, and I was like, I'm done. This is it. And then I was right. Like, no movie, (laughs) movie we're going to watch, happened. If you do a flashback, do not do the like. Yeah, you don't need that. This isn't DJ Hero. Nobody <laughs> needs that shit. All right, and so that sucked. Don't watch it. And finally, I watched the same movie that y'all watched. So Ma. I watched I Mother. and Mother yeah. on Netflix. Oh, I watched Mother. I watched Ma. <laughs> you watched Mother. Oh you watched God. Ma. <laughs> Have you seen the uh, the I Hate Movies yeah. review of that? Oh God. Or no, I'm sorry. The your movie your sucks. Movie sucks yeah. yeah, his review is hilarious. I kind of want to watch it based yeah. on his review. Blumhouse can't. They all can't be bangers. I love how they're just Probably like still making. Money. They just oh, cannot sure. help themselves from putting the from the producers of Get Out on every terrible movie they release. Pause yeah. real quick. Yeah. Did, uh, feels like whoa, did, whoa. did we? Did we talk? I know I talked about Brightburn last week. Yes. Did we talk about how that movie was? Made on a five million dollar yeah, budget. Yeah, it cost nothing. To, it only made like twenty this, million. The movie, money. the budget for this movie is not listed, but I don't think it was much more than well, that. I am mother. Yeah. So yeah, we all watched I Am Mother. Uh, really? I just got done talking for like half an hour. So what do y'all think of I Am Mother? It's amazing what you can do, effects wise, for no money and still make it look good. Mm-hmm. When some people get hundreds of millions of dollars and it looks like trash. And like the world. Sorry, Sean. I didn't step You're on. Fine. But like the. Yeah, you did. Please step on my coke. The world building in this movie I thought was very good. Very and I, simple. I felt, but I felt like I knew more about this world than I have about the two hundred million dollars movies that we watched. You didn't know too much about it, exactly. like, which is good. Like there was an air of mystery to it all the way through. Yeah, I am mother is on spoilers Netflix, for I am mother because we're gonna probably talk about. Oh, we're gonna it. spoil the shit out of yeah, it. Yeah, go ahead. And sp- you might want to skip this. You haven't seen it because the ending is very important to the movie. Um, I mean, I like all. I mean, it's nothing you don't really see coming. Like, I disagree. It's a simple, well-told story. Like, it's. I'm gonna say, try not to spoil. Try. I did. I. It's Moon for girls. <laughs> <laughs> Only because, like, I really want people to see this movie. I don't feel like the. 
Honestly, I was shocked by the twist because I okay. thought it was going well, in a different. Let's direction. say it's a movie about how the matriarchy can also be kind of shitty. Mm-hmm. Is that fair? That's fair because that deals with two of the lead characters. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I thought the acting was very good in this movie. I thought that it know, is very evocative of Moon, just because it's in like a secluded space. Who, who directed this? I did. Good job, dude. Yeah, finally. I was text directed it. I was like, "No, put the camera over there." Did someone? Uh, this movie's gorgeous, by the way. That's what I'm saying. I it, oh, it's, it's um, I really liked. I know it was a blacklist script. That's all I know about. We kind of, I mean, you know, in general, it's like younger actors usually bad, but like the the daughter. So, yeah. like, what's the general premise of the film? So there's a all you know is that there's a child being raised by a robot. The robot is named Mother. The child is named Daughter. And uh, it turns halfway through, and it turns into kind of like a ten Cloverfield Lane. Yeah, the there's a human outsider. That's, well, that's in the trailer. Like, yeah, that's, that's in the, the trailer. Also, Hillary is, Swank. The trailer uh, also is very long and too long. Sh- I announces say. to everybody that she is a woman. Yes. <laughs> so this was directed by a guy named Grant Morrison Spator. Spatori. Has he done anything else? <clears throat> hey, it's Grant Spatori. Hey. Hey. Short an episode of a TV show and this. Well, I'm excited to see what else he does. Yeah, I this is one of those movies that gets you a big movie. I mean, he did a very good job. See if he goes on the Duncan Jones trajectory. Like, I don't want to keep bringing Moon up, but like, this felt very Moon. Yeah, it really. And did. Moon's fantastic. I mean, I told you guys that before we recorded. Yeah. Like that. That is the first thing I thought of when I watched this movie. It felt a lot like Moon. It's like a very, I would say, high concept sci-fi yeah. movie. But, like, it's grounded, and it's human. This movie could be impossibly boring. Yeah, it's not, though. No, and it goes... From the jump, it's tense. Yeah. Yeah. Because, you again, you don't know... You know some kind some kind of cataclysm has happened outside, but you don't know what. You don't know what. Um, you don't know whether you can trust the robot, because, I mean, just your experience with science fiction movies is to not trust artificial intelligence. Well, I just, think the whole... And that, it plays with you with that again, the whole time. talking about Moon, I yeah. think they, they use that trope in Moon, because the whole time, Kevin Spacey robot, you want to yeah. be like, well, fuck this guy, but then he's nice. Right. The whole time. He's a good robot. And then he's Kevin Spacey, so he's probably molesting young... Young robots, <laughs> young clones. Why is my switch in the closet? <laughs> Touching their gears. <laughs> Um, but I cannot, I cannot say hard enough how much I enjoyed. And this they movie. released this with like very little fanfare. Like I, would, yeah, I, I didn't know about I, it until you, you told and me. And I found out about the day before on some like you sent us the trailer. You, no, we watched or, it here. Oh yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, you knew about it. I mean, I hadn't heard of it until I, then. I'm not gonna say that this is like a perfect science fiction movie, but this is the science fiction movie that's perfect for me. Right. This, this is, is the kind of shit that I love. This is the, your upgrades and your annihilations yes. and your ex machinas and uh, it reminded me too of a movie um, I talked about on the ex show Machina before. Is a great, another great one to bring up. With it's a lot, it's a low budget and a, didn't get a lot of shine, but was a uh, Automato. Yeah, that with, was good uh, with Antonio Banderas. Yeah. yeah, I like that movie. That kind of like high concept, like I, I, I hate to just call it seventies sci-fi, but that's what it is. Yeah, you know your Westworlds, your Logan's right. runs. The design of the robot was like perfect, like it was just like humanoid enough without being too much. So. You're talking about I Am Mother. Yeah, I liked the when that robot was little... running. Oh, it legit it's fucking gave me terrifying! Anxiety. Yeah, well, I was like, I also, oh god, this is the, the, this is awful. The part of the movie where Hillary Swank is like she's dying when yeah. she shows up at this like 
bunker. <coughs> and she sees the robot, and she's... It's like a, like a Sarah Connor. You know, yeah. she's had nothing but horrifying experience with robots. She will not let the robot get anywhere near her. Right. Like, that shit was like... It's like Alec with cats. It was like yes. very... Well, no, he loves cats. Now. now. With the mango. Now. He's yeah. got the mango. But, uh... I love... Like, I don't know, man. It's stuff like... Oh, that. what's I, her name? And it's just... Not Blake Lively. Well, I can't remember this fucking woman's name. Rose Byrne. Rose Byrne is doing such a good job, like, conveying these, like, very subtle things in this really monotonous robot voice. And like Sean said, the robot is humanoid enough. They put these little diodes that kind of act like eyes yeah. on the front of the robot's head, and it's, like, it's fucking perfect. And I, I and know even, like explains all the little stuff... I'm sorry. Like, no, uh, like, all the issues where you're like, why is it... If it's a robot, why isn't it patched into the rest of the station? And it's like, oh, okay, yeah, that's yeah. why. Now. Yeah, but like all the little, like I think we watch a lot of movies and we go, these choices are terrible, and this is why. Yeah, this movie makes all the right little choices. Like even the way they introduce the mouse and how they deal yes. with the mouse Absolutely. leads into something completely a different. Absolutely, this is a and then script. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like this happens and then, tight. Yeah, it's and it's so good. I. I want everyone listening to this to watch that fucking movie. Ten yeah. people. Watch I think this is going to end up on a lot of our lists probably it, I, this year. I I, I feel like this year has been kind of weak. I feel like we were like a lot more bangers last year. Well, we haven't gotten into the fucking like heavy shit at the end of the I year. Know, but remember last year we had already by this point was Apostle already out or like no Apostle didn't come out till the fall. Okay. We watched it like so right after we already it had like uh, you were never really here. Well, that came out in January. Yeah, that came so, out like, yeah. crazy early. Um, yeah. was not killing of Sacred Doors that that year. There was a bunch of shit that came out. Upgrade came out earlier in the year. Upgrade was great. Yeah, I want to get that. Have you guys seen that uh, art book for Upgrade? Mm-mm. No. Uh, I I saw it. Somebody posted the other day. But there's Two things like, I hate: art and books. Well, no, it's all about the like, concept artwork for like all the like yeah. special effects and Upgrade. It's fucking cool. Like it, I forget who they got, but it's a guy that's like known for like doing Rob like Eiffel. all the like the. Um, like schematic kind of yeah. stuff so it like shows like he did like the inner workings of like the shotgun yeah. arm and like it looks really that movie's so much fun yeah I I've, I read something yesterday with Blumhouse thinking of doing a sequel I'm like okay yeah. sure maybe I love the first one I didn't expect to love the first yeah. one so but now I I Am Mother is great like I don't I mean it's it's legit great I think like top to down A plus A plus production like so good yep Top to down, a, a plus production. production. <laughs> Lighting in a pan. It is like it's very clean, very simple, very straightforward. Yeah, like, you don't have, you don't have three it, characters to worry about. It yeah. Doesn't waste any time. It yeah. is like it's it, it's it's like and it's nice because you're basically with the the daughter the whole time. You're not bouncing around from the perspectives, mm-hmm. which would kind of like the the mystery comes from your experiencing it with. The daughter. It's a very important thing to say. Yeah, yeah. So and I think I think a cheaper knows. writer, a cheaper writer would have bounced yeah. shit around to different perspectives. Yeah, you but get the even though I love the scene in the movie, you get the mother and Ash scene from yes. Alien. Yeah, and I, and I mean not to give anything away, but even ultimately the ending, you can identify with the the villain. Yeah, like, I'm not going to say who the villain is. But well, like, you got a thirty-three percent chance of guessing who it is. <laughs> thirty-three to thirty-three <laughs> at sacrifice. <laughs> but you know, I'm I mean? not normal. But you know what I mean? Like even when the vil- like it's the perfect villain, right? Yeah. Because even when the villain's motivation is given, you understand right. where they're coming from. They're and the, the the villain is the hero of their own story. And you think yeah. about stuff that has been introduced in the movie, like earlier on, you're like, 
own. Yeah. Like, when I was out here before, the air was unbreathable, but now it's right. much better. So it's like, oh. Yeah. I, I, 10 plus. This is a The reveal when they finally get to where they're going, and you kind of look around, and you're like, huh. Yeah. Yeah. It's a, it's a yeah. fucking Like, bang. everything was there the whole time. I'm so yeah, glad, yeah, yeah. Sean, honestly, I'm so glad you even, because I don't know if I... You know the thing that that, I, a lot of times, that is both good and bad about Netflix is that autoplay thing. And God only knows what what you'd ever find and not right. find because this is new on Netflix. Netflix is like one of those purely curated streaming sites, which is weird because it's like the original one. Yeah, I mean, like here's the thing: if you didn't tell me about I Am Mother, you know what I watched because I've seen the most ads for is the the one with um, the guy from the Rim the, of the World. No, 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 no. The guy... We talked about it last week. The hot Asian broad and... Uh, oh, uh, always be my maybe. I, I still want to watch that. Yeah. But that would have been what I watched because that is in... Like I said, I didn't even get, like, an email or anything about this. No, it was, like... It was on some, like, fucking off-the-wall Facebook page. Mm-hmm. Just, I just happened to catch it out while there scrolling. so many, like, sci-fi Netflix originals it's that like, I see. Yeah. I'm just like, eh. There's two, like, I can't well, decide, and then I go back them, to... Yeah. And they don't really, like, so you watched that one, good. like, re- what was that one you watched recently, where you were, like, it was, like, Halo the movie or something? Um, oh, Spectre, was it Spectral? Spectre. Oh, that was, like, two years ago, Spectre, but yeah. Uh, yeah I don't but, uh, we, How It Ends was good, but then, the one with Sam, uh... Kinnison. Sam Waterston. <laughs> Sam Worthington, where he goes to Oh, well, you, you lost Mars. me at Sam Worthington. I think that's the one I was thinking. Uh, that one was, uh, it was okay. High Life like, the is, premise is good. Now. There's a movie on on uh, Netflix called Rim of the World that I'm going to watch at some point. <laughs> it's, uh, <laughs> it's, it's a, another McGee Netflix movie. Oh, no thank oh. you. <laughs> I mean, I the know Babysitter was, was, good. was good. Yeah, I know. The Babysitter was fun. What's the Chinese one? The Wandering Earth, yeah. and I—we haven't gotten Gogs on. He's seen it. Oh, okay. he said it wasn't good, so I don't know how to take that. I don't know. There's, it, it seems they have—they have too many. Th- like, yeah. and just like you were saying, I am Mother. So much stuff just gets dropped, and they're all wearing. And you can't every, like figure it out. Every you one of those movies, everyone's wearing that same like half Spartan spacesuit on it, so yeah. they all look like the same movie. I, uh, I will talk about High Life. High Life is a movie I watched and forgot about and haven't brought up on the show. Yeah. So that'll tell you how much I really think of that movie. Huh. Uh, I feel bad for Robert Pattinson because that kid can actually act. No, he's good in the movie. Yeah. That movie's not very I good. I still see... Uh, what if a spaceship could fuck convicts? That's, that, <laughs> that is literally the premise of that film. I still gotta see uh, Good Time. I don't know what that one is. It's where he's like a criminal. It's supposed to be really good. It's. A, I can't you know, wait to see The Lighthouse. The, the, the guy oh, the from Nolan movie? No, 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 no. It's um, it's him and Willem Dafoe. It's the guy that directed The Witch. Uh, Edgar, I, Ed, Eggers, I think is his name. So this Dave year, Eggers. Medgar Evers. Well, this year you got <laughs> this year you got the guy that directed The Witch making a, another movie. Yeah. The guy that that made Heredity make another movie, Midsummer, that's coming out in like. Two oh, that's weeks. what that movie is. Okay. Yeah, and then you got the guy that's uh, that made The Babadook. Is make another movie, so it's like. Did a guy make that or a girl? I believe it's a guy. Oh, okay. I could. I could. Well, be it is good. So. <laughs> that midsummer, I am yeah. through the. Let's movie. talk about this fucking Jim Carrey movie. Yeah, we've really we hated this to, movie. We go to Five Knuckle Shop. This feels like old. No, we we kind of got to talk about. Yeah, this is like American Psycho too. Alec, what happened in the number twenty? Oh, <laughs> Jim Carrey counts my a lot. Ex- my cat got scared. Oh. Alec got scared. Sorry, Jim Alec. Carrey counts a lot, and every number in his life adds up to twenty three. Also, he's in half the movies. Max Payne, the movie. 
Well, he's, he's like Mickey Spillane, <laughs> like <laughs> he's like Tracer Bullet from now, Calvin and Hobbes. What's the uh, Mike Hammer? Tracer Bullet, hell yeah, that's a hell of a reference. Good yeah, uh, no, he's a top secrets. <laughs> top secrets. Like I know I've said this before, but this is the worst movie we've watched on this show. It's like it's the worst it's like one in a while. Fascinatingly incompetent. This isn't as bad as King Arthur. Oh, by the way, I almost wrecked my car the other day. I was watching, listening to some podcast, and they're like, "King Arthur wasn't bad." I was like, <laughs> "Um, you know, this is worse." While you drive. I know, right? This is worse than King Arthur, is it? Because it's so like incoherent. It is super incoherent. But like, but it is it's like Mulholland Drive. It's exactly. God like damn you! Stop <laughs> it! I mean, they no. the same actors. Mulholland Drive is a goddamn masterpiece. Uh, I, I would say that Virginia Madsen's better than Naomi Watts. Oh, I did it. Is everyone trying to come after me today? Somebody, I read something today on Facebook, and someone was like, "Eraserhead's not that good," and I'm like, "Sir, it's a tough set. Um, it, it's not the it's not the most accessible movie in the world. I don't disagree yeah. with that." Uh, this, I don't know what this movie is supposed is to be. Is this worse than Gods of Egypt? It's not as long. <laughs> See, I think that's the one. And it's not as long as King Arthur. This only is what, It's still not as good as King Arthur. King Arthur had those war elephants. And that opening scene. Yes. But it's worse than The God's guy pulled a sword out of his dash. <laughs> it's worse than... <laughs> <laughs> I forgot. It was the rock. But it is worse than Kings of Egypt, I would say. Yes. Gods yes. of Egypt. Or God's because movie. it's shorter. It's not as bad as Hotbot. I didn't see Hotbot. <laughs> I forgot about Hotbot. That movie was just like that. We should even watch it. It wasn't no. even a movie. How did we even fall on that movie? That was uh, February. Oh, that's right. That's whatever movie. I was gonna pick, we couldn't find. So I was like, ah, "Fuck it, put right. them all the sex robots." It's like, um, it's as a former West Coast rapper Crump would say, it's unexplanatory. How terrible this movie is, and like shit that's in the script that like no human being has ever said in the history of world. Like when they refer to the post office as the mailbox facility. <laughs> yeah, thank you for bringing that up. Yeah, so Jim Carrey like finds a book no. random. No, Virginia Madsen buys at rant. Okay, Jim Carrey is a dog catcher, which is oh, for some reason also like a weird. Profession. Well, it's because he's got to catch the devil or whatever. The Who is devil, that devil dog. The devil dog. Uh, not to be confused with those delicious New Jersey-based... Ooh, Drake's. Yeah, yeah Drake's cakes. Those are good. Uh, Way better than Drake the Rapper. Yes. I got a lot of enemies draining on my energy. <laughs> um, so he's a dog catcher that doesn't catch a dog and has to go to psychiatric counseling at work or something. Because he gets a bit. Yeah. Which is like, oh, so you gotta, it's mandatory, so you have this, to get psychiatric counseling, but like, you can... dog Then is, his dispatcher tries to fuck him? Well, that was yeah, before. Yeah, Which is someone who, as that a dispatcher, I've never tried to fuck any of my employees. Did any of your employees have the raw animal magnetism yeah. of Sir James Carey? A few. <laughs> Besides Anthony. Besides, no, who is gay? I'm not underneath, he's not underneath me. Mm. Not yet. Well, not not in work. <laughs> do you guys do it like gay missionary, where you put his legs back? Well, and... No, it's funny though. We had this discussion today. We had this discussion today where, like, he said he was the dominant one in a relationship, and I said, "Well, as the thing is that's interesting about our relationship is, you would think he's the dominant one because he's much bigger than me, he's stronger, he's taller. But like, when in the bedroom, he's like, baby, please, baby, please,' and I'm actually the dominant. Is one he stronger? Because it feels kind of twinky to me." Anthony? Yeah. No, he's incredibly strong. Like that's not even a, that's not even a Alec, bit. weigh in on this. He's strong. He's okay. very strong. <laughs> yeah, 
Anthony know, one time. I don't know a lot of the guys in prison say no, he's gay, but he's I, in free stroll. One time, Anthony at a show, like some fucking dickhead, like this was at like the Brass Monkey or some shit. I don't know if you've ever been to my gym, but the gay dudes in there are all incredibly no, strong. Anthony is like crazy strong, and like it's he's scary strong. So some dickhead at a at a rock show. Like fucking blindsided me. Yeah. Like I, did, I wasn't doing anything. It wasn't like a pit or situation. Yeah. Some guy just like like tagged me, and I like went head first. Next thing I know, I turn around after I fall down. Anthony took this guy all the way across the room and held him up by his neck like the fucking Undertaker. So he's a twinkish weasel. He's we- yeah. Now Anthony, <laughs> Anthony has weaselish tendencies. He's, okay. he's very weaselish. But he has to be drunk. Yeah. And mad. It helps. Which means he was drunk. Yeah. <laughs> Alright, this movie's terrible. Also, like, yeah, we really we, don't want to talk about this. It's like, so Virginia Madsen buys him a copy of a book that he wrote after he got put in brains from falling out a window during a foreplay gone wrong. But you don't find a... You no. don't find about it the pudding brains until way late in the But movie. he's, like, obviously going, like, nanners the whole time, and Virginia Madsen's like, oh, it's okay, buddy. Yeah, he's talking about how, like, everything adds up to the number 23. And she does the thing, this trope that we discovered thinking about it, of the man who's crazy whose wife's constantly painting their house. Yeah. Although, like, you find out kind of why she's always doing it later in the movie. I didn't. Because he's writing on the walls all the fucking time. Oh, I don't know. Um, I didn't. I didn't pick that. that up at all. Yeah, I assume. Anyway. Um, so half she's, the movie, like... Wait, like, why is she okay with all Because she's, like, super damaged, but the movie doesn't realize that. Yeah. This movie is really about how fucked up Virginia Madsen is. Yeah, yeah, But it's unaware that that's what the movie is, because she just feels like this poor, like, put-upon wife that's doing her best. Yeah, it's weird. Though her (laughs) in a black wig... Big thumbs up for um, TJ. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and uh, what's her name? Uh, oh, uh, Lynn, Lynn Collins. Lynn Collins. Collins returning Langenkamp. Two-time champion? Two-time Langenkamp. Yeah. She, she looks... one year for John Carter. And, and, and the other year for Wolverine, Wolverine Origins. Origins. And, and she's probably going to win for the she fucking breaks Sean and I's rule where dark hair always makes the chick hotter. Yeah. Because she's in a blonde wig in this and she looks fantastic. Still hotter as a brunette, though. Yes, but she looked great in this movie. The old Lynn too. Like honestly, like I, you know, this is a movie we talk about this all the time because you guys don't see this at home. But like, usually a bad movie, all of us are on our phones. Yeah. Like as soon as the fucking Alec usually first. As soon as this movie starts, we're all on our phones. And when she comes up on screen, I was like, "Who the fuck is that?" And I had to fucking do the X-ray yeah. thing. I was like, "Oh, Lynn." Collins. We paused this movie three hours into it and still had two hours left. Yeah, this movie's five an hours hour, long. An hour and forty minute movie. But yeah, Lynn Collins looks great. Half the movie is him mumbling the book. Well, screenwriting like, I, I, I 101. Can't even remember, did like, he write his murder diary as a chaptered novel? I guess. Yes. Okay. Oh, I, I got another question. So did Virginia Madsen like not read the book and was just kind of like, oh, it's fine. She like, said she read, she read it. it. Because she's like, she oh, she turned out to be killer. All the way she knows what happens. So she, she she's just like like just trying to get him to, like, shut up. I don't understand. Who knows? Alec, what were we saying? I'm sorry. I forget already. <laughs> we're talking about Lynn Collins being hot and, like, the book. After that, I forget. I like, half forgot. the movie's like a perfume ad with him reading this shit over top of it. Basically, this whole movie happens because there's a supernatural dog. <laughs> <laughs> yes! No, you're right! Jim Carrey, there's he's, nothing about, in the he's about to get off work. He's, like, a minute away from getting off work. They call him for a 
a pest nuisance. A vindictive call because he wouldn't titty fuck the dispatcher. Yeah, he did have them titties. <laughs> I called them. Put that bitch in front of the whole. Yeah, but the whole, at, the, uh, at their Christmas party, they they put a sign under to the ladies' bathroom that said "bitches." This feels like a. Was it 009 or whatever where the director wrote the movie and every impossibly hot woman fucks a minute? No, That's this movie. No, it was, uh, what was that? Jim Carrey wrote no, it was this that movie. awful fucking. Agency like, of Vengeance, Darkness no, Rising. I don't think we watched Yeah, that's what it was. Oh, well, that show. But, yeah. but also, there's a movie that Gogs and I watched oh. a million years ago called, like, Hellride. Hellride. Yeah, <laughs> yeah Hellride. It's somebody of Robert Rodriguez, <laughs> and he's also the lead actor, and literally every scene is like, fuck you, no, fuck you, and then they fuck, and it's like, what is this movie? <laughs> oh, I wish God was there. <laughs> we watched this movie, and we're like, like probably 20, and we're like, what is this garbage? Like, it was awful. Anyway. I so is this. I miss I'm gonna put it out on Front Street. Lynn Collins would not fuck Jim Carrey in real life. I don't know, maybe. You think? Look, Jim Carrey's got a pretty decent resume. Yeah, but he was married to Lauren Holly. Yeah, ew. What's wrong with we Lauren Holly? We could fuck she's Lauren Holly. Hot. Is I mean, she? Back in her day, yeah, she was pretty hot. Push. Oh, I don't know, man. She knows Lynn Collins. New. No. Well, I mean, of course. I, I Yeah, I guess you're right if you put it by that metric. Yeah. I mean, I know you fuck Jenny McCarthy, but she's like a crazy person. I mean, okay. Like, come on. That, that seems like a... What else is on his resume? I don't know, probably a lot of other hot chicks you don't even know about. You just gotta be famous. And he's probably got a huge dick. I'm yeah, telling you. Like really so annoying. I'm telling you. Google it. Other people are also famous. Go to celebritypenisspeculation.net or whatever that was. That was our website. Oh, we were creating it. I know, like I was also, we were trying it's to so create. hard to talk about this movie because it's so boring. Alec, Tell me what this movie looks like when it does the like the hard film noir like flashback. It's just like a blur. (laughs) Like like they turn the light sliders all the way up. Yeah, it's it's some it's a mix between like blurriness and just a huge lens flare. Like you ever play like Shadow of the Colossus or something? It's like adjust your screen until one (laughs) logo and you're like I'm gonna turn this all the way up because it's it's too bright in my house. I I always do that because the the like the the supposed quote normal setting is always way too dark for me. Christ, I played some PC game recently. It's like a 2D Dark Souls called, ironically, Dark Devotion. Right. And their like normal settings is so fucking dark. I can't fucking see anything. Right. I'm like, no, nah, we're turning this way the fuck. This movie has like the it fuck it breaks the mole theory. If you're gonna be boring, be confusing. This movie is confusing <laughs> as fuck. But also, my boring. prediction of the the sun getting killed didn't come no. through, and so it makes the sun even more useless. Like, why, why was one he- person got killed in this whole movie? It's like the script was written with refrigerator well, in, in real time. Didn't several people get One guy cuts... Uh, that Kilgore oh, Trout guy cuts his own did. throat. Why? At the mailbox facility. I don't. I still don't understand why he I Because I, I, he went crazy from all the number 23 stuff, so he published Jim Carrey's book because it was... Oh, first, I didn't get that. To make wow, something else. Dude, That's what I, I said. It was like The I, Ring. I totally didn't it's take like that It's like The all. Ring. I, you pass on the craziness to someone else. How did he get a hold of the manuscript? Because he was Jim Carrey's doctor when he was recovering. He was doctor at the, the Looney Bin, yeah. When I got he was that. recovering from a suicide attempt and didn't remember anything. Killboard he wrote all this shit down. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's just... His father, his father too, attempted so, suicide, except he was somewhat more successful. We're going to just get to find love shovels, but I, I got <laughs> to say this before we get into it. So this Sorry. movie is like a, like a weird mystery, and literally they just decide to tell you the whole mystery in, like, 
45 minutes. But like, none of it syncs up. No, and it's just like... But I just, think they talk... No, the, the explanation is so long, you forget all the shit that happened earlier in the movie. Absolutely. It's like, it's like a co-worker telling you the most impossibly boring vacation story. It is the... And we watched a bunch of the Saw movies, and they do this in all the Saw movies, but Saw movies tell you, like, the condensed yeah. version of the story, like, way too fast after you've already seen it all. Right. This does the opposite, where it stretches it out so far. It's like 20 minutes, <laughs> like, retelling everything, instead of just, like, boom, yeah, boom, it boom. seems like after uh, Virginia Madsen moves the skeleton, um... <laughs> you moved the skeleton. You moved the skeleton. That's it, a line that's underneath. He starts doing his monologue again, which I don't know if this is a regular monologue or a flashback or from the book or whatever. Who would know? But it seems like, okay, the movie's over. Yeah. Nope. 40 minutes. Well, well, <laughs> I don't know. And it's hard to... It's it's so hard to talk about this movie because it's such a fucking mess. But, like, the beginning of the movie is Jim Carrey reading this book. So the first half of the movie is him as a different character. Yeah, because there's, like, regular flashbacks and then there's flashbacks to his life where he's inserting himself into the book before you realize that he is the subject of the book although when he does realize that everybody in town that he knows is like oh okay that makes sense like yeah Danny I get Houston. why she you kind of get her now but yeah. Danny Houston's fine with it everybody's like oh okay whatever yeah Danny Houston is like a even professor. the son who should be like this is fucked up literally no one ever in the entire movie is like what the fuck are you talking about the son who's always just off screen everyone's just talking. off screen Danny at one point towards the end of the movie Danny Houston is like they're in the basement and Danny Houston I guess was standing at the basement door waiting to come down there's a scene where Danny Houston <laughs> just sits <laughs> it's like the episode of 30 Rock where <laughs> Kenneth is arguing to uh, <laughs> to Scott adds his character I can't think of his name and he comes out and Andre from uh, not Pete, is it? Yeah, Pete. Yeah, and then uh, Andre, the other page, is leaning against Liz Lemon's yeah. door because he's waiting for Kenny for uh, K- Kenneth Parcell to come out. It's like, oh, I thought I heard my name, <laughs> but he's at the wrong door. <laughs> I think I mixed up two scenes. There. I know what you mean. Yeah, but Danny Houston, there's like this scene. I don't know if it's something cut where he's sitting in his asshole European professor car. Where it's not like nice, but it was nice at one point. Yeah, and he's just like leering in the middle of the road. Well, like, what is that to, scene like, set for? up that like Danny Houston is banging Virginia Madison, but it doesn't work. Like, yeah, it's just like what? Like maybe it's in the book. I, I, I Joel don't. Schumacher directed this, and like Joel Schumacher has directed at least one movie that I liked. I would say that like Joel Schumacher has shown. I know not from Batman, but like in other movies, he's at least like competent. I like director. falling down. Yeah, and this is... Although I haven't seen that in a while. Who knows if I went back and watched it this now. This is not competent no. at all. This is a mess. This is just it's like, oh, it's so cool and edgy. And it's just like, it's like hard to look at sometimes. Well, Sean said it a couple times during the movie. And I, I'm sorry if I take away from your five-knuckle shuffle thunder. But yeah. this is Max Payne <laughs> 2, the yeah. movie, like, or, or 1. It's just so, it's like... It's just the worst kind of film noir, like, Looks nonsense. like it's, like, cel-shaded or something, it's, like... It looks like so. The very first flashback when Jim Carrey just goes back to a house, just a normal house in a field, and all three of us are like, "What is this effect? Like, this looks so bad." Oh, you mean before he meets Devil Inside or Need You Tonight or whatever her name is? No, no, her name was Suicide Suicide Blonde. Blonde. Yeah, that was Lynn Collins. Oh, I'm sorry. Very drunk. Her. It does have a credit that says Suicide Blonde's father, (laughs) which is hysterical. I mean, this movie's so bad. And Jim Carrey is a terrible actor. He's real bad in this, too, on top of all of that. Yeah. Like, you know, I guess he's doing an okay impression of Andy Kaufman, 
And, like, he's funny in, at playing himself in those, uh, like, kind of Ace Ventura he's type good movies. In, he's good in Eternal Sunshine. I've I'm, never seen that. You've never seen it? Oh, have we talked about this last week, too? I don't know. It's like, I've only seen, like, one Michael Gondry movie. Watch fucking Eternal Sunshine. It's fucking good. No. No, it's a classic, dude. <laughs> I'm telling you, you're going to like... If you don't like that movie, I will give you five American dollars. Five. Bean. And you have to be honest. And I know okay. you always will be, because okay. it's your character flaw. <laughs> Being honest. <laughs> oh, and being fat. <laughs> That's the kill that character. <laughs> if you don't like I'll Eternal Sunshine, I, I like Be shocked. Kind Rewind a lot. What's that? I like Be Kind Rewind. That's a great movie. Yeah. I movie. Know, Eternal Sunshine is better. Sunshine. Pork shop for nothing. This movie Chopper sucks. Five knuckle shot balls. Alec! One. Jesus. This movie is abysmal. I don't even know if I can give it a one. This movie is not even a movie. It's just... Are you giving it a one because of Lynn Collins' ass that kind of shakes when she jumps out the window? What is that scene where he's running and they're just shaking the camera all over the fucking plate? Like, this movie This movie is horrendous. It is awful. The writing is terrible. The direction is terrible. The acting is terrible. My cat's just asleep. She's like, fuck this movie. Like... The scenery is terrible. The effects are terrible. Everything about it is terrible. Like, there's not a redeeming quality in this movie. I just can't go to zero. Yeah, zero. Have we given anything zeros? Yes. Uh, uh, the three of us. It's been a while. I feel uh, like. Pixels? Was the most pixels. Recent that, this isn't as bad as Pixels. It's not. It's not as lazy? It's not. Yeah. yeah. It's trying. It's just not very good. Yeah. So, one. Mm. Sean. One, because it's not pixels. <laughs> <laughs> we have the greatest qualifiers. <laughs> I mean, it's like, it is, like, wildly incompetent. Everybody's trying and failing, like, like yeah. badly. Is, here's a question. And what is this, just... This is, this is both of you. Is anyone good in this movie? No! Yeah. Ow. No. No. Brian... Brian... Brian Cox. Danny Houston... Is like just let him use his regular accent because I don't know what the fuck he's doing. What does he say? Literature. Literature. <laughs> it's so. But bad. he has like a regular sort of moon American accent. It's bad. It's like every choice is bad. Like I feel so bad for Danny Houston. They sp- too. they spend half the movie in his like uh, fucking Max Payne fantasy world, and then that just drops. Like, should the resolution of the movie take place in that same dreamscape? Okay, so this is a question I ask with every bad movie. Are we? Is there a good movie in this? Can you chop this movie up into a good? If you take out all the number twenty-three shit, it's the weakest part of the movie. It doesn't make any fucking sense. Alex, what number episode is this? One eighty-five. One eighty-five divided by that adds up up to (laughs) fourteen, which adds up to five. Oh shit! Which, if you divide that, no, the the, the, what two? Numerals that make the sum of five or two and three. Oh my god! Dude, number 23! It's like, here. The best episode! I it's coming it. for us. Yeah, right are, here, right here. The movie's just, yes. like, just like Booker T. Um, <laughs> I'm coming for you, movie the podcast. Um, <laughs> like, I get it. It's supposed to be some, uh, you know, crazy I'm people shit. I'm coming for you, movie the podcast. Oh, oh, I wish you all would do that. That is the best. <laughs> The best wrestling. The best. Well, the second one. That's second behind. The best. Where's My favorite part is Scary Sherry's like reaction to that because she's just like, "It's okay, honey." When he He literally realized, he just said that. (laughs) If any of y'all don't know what we're talking about, if you're not wrestling fans, look up Booker T. 
coming for you n-word. I mean, you can just do coming for you. It, it'll get to where yeah. you're going on the. Oh. It's he said he calls Hulk Hogan the n-word, and it's hilarious. Which I mean, second best promo fair behind, play, I guess. right? Yeah, and, uh, exactly. Steiner. Maybe back. that's why Hogan thinks he can say it. Maybe it's like uh, he called me that. Brother. He gave me a pass, brother. <laughs> No, the best Hogan's like, you just think I'm the right gay guy. No, the best Hogan is when he said he couldn't fuck that woman because he ate too much sushi. Yeah. Well, Hulk Hogan has a 10-inch penis. <laughs> Terry Bollea. Um, this movie's so bad. But yeah, if you talk- So bad we're talking about Hulk Hogan's dick. <laughs> and not being able to get a This is the least we've talked- We've gone- We haven't not talked about a movie like this since to probably- what? Like, Doom. it's impossible to talk about, like- Remember, like, Doom, the Doom episode? It was a Batman versus yeah, Superman episode like, because we did not want to Also, the birth of the Gog Genopsis. In that Doom. episode? Yeah. Because, like, Gog, just rip through this real quick. Yeah. Um, the math shit, like, it's almost like they're like, oh, the movie's called number 23, so throw that shit in there because we got this, like, weird fucking astral plane detective movie going on in the background. You gotta put all this number crap in it. Oh, is it like the number crap? Like... It really amounts to nothing? Well, yeah. And it's like, I don't know... I don't know if, like... I don't know how you'd make that interesting, but it always just seems like gibberish. I don't know. Here's here's how you make it interesting. Uh, You make it a, a horror movie about the guy that cracked the enigma. A guy that has to deal with like ciphers and numbers right, and shit all the time. Right. Not a fucking dog catcher that got a number curse or from his dad. Like, have you ever seen A Beautiful Mind? It's not a yeah, like, yeah, amazing yeah. movie, but like it's a movie about math that's yeah. kind of interesting about a guy that like cracks his gourd. And, mm-hmm. Like I, I enjoyed that movie. Like, like Gus Perot. Tight, tight. <laughs> they, uh, you don't need the number shit in here because he could just be a crazy person that caught crazy from his dad who was also crazy there's and a, goes around killing people. The, the number 23 shit is totally superfluous. So there's like a, a really cool... And you can still have the book and all that shit. There's a really cool Stephen King book called N. <laughs> Most of his books. Um, but it, it, they made it in a comic book too, which I highly recommend because Alex Mayleave does all the Ooh. art. It's really good. But it's about it's it. Uh, Stephen King's a big H.P. Lovecraft guy. Yeah. So the idea yeah, and they both love that word. Well, yeah. Um, the idea is that like, what if like insanity was like hereditary and like yeah. just passed along, and that's kind of what this movie's yeah. trying to do. But like, if you want like a cool version of the story, read in. Am I also excellent. understand in his haste of like, like as we see like very quickly assembling his murder diary that he stopped to make every 23rd word a cipher while he was like. Just like haphazardly scribbling and stapling all, the all this shit together shit is just so boring and flat. Anyway, and so so I uh, one. Well, it takes you away from the rest of the boring and flat. Movie. I give it a three minus two. <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> Twenty three, bro. Who's left? Gogs. God, what would he? He would have hated like this. a three. He either would have loved it or hated it. Nah, he wouldn't. Nah. So that's me. Love that spite. I give this Despite a love. I give this a twenty-three. No, uh, I give this a one, and it's literally because Lynn Collins is hot, and it's <laughs> fun to see her. Uh, I, I have to keep up my shtick. I like well, it's not a shtick, but like the only thing she I, is hot. That's not shtick. Well, the only thing I have is that I'm sexist. Like I, somebody pointed out that like every time like I'm on show, like I talk about the hot chicks. It's like well, yeah, that's what people talk about. People. Well, well, there's also like Pause. nothing else Let to talk about you. in this movie. Who pointed that out? I know we're all woke, but people talk about fucking. It's well, yeah. like the main topic of conversation. But also, people. like, what am I supposed Man, to talk Lin- about in this yeah. movie? Lynn Collins is gorgeous. Yeah. What am I not going to talk? 
it's the only thing I liked about the movie. Right. And yeah, when she jumped out of the window, her ass shook, and they that like you got to see her that that like ass the director put hip, it in there for you to that see like it. hip outline where you yeah. see the ass, it's great. It's well, not like it's like a key. Alec knows what I'm talking yeah, about. It's He's not, a pervert like me. That's what the fuck. This movie's garbage. It's supposed to have garbage shit like that. And it's not like we're watching Aquila and the Bee, and they just got the <laughs> like Lynn Collins' ass in the middle of the girl's spelling. Like it's. But this movie, that'd be something. This that movie be... sucks, <laughs> and this movie sucks in a special way where like it wasn't even fun to watch with you guys because like we weren't even talking about it because no. we were so divorced from the fucking movie. And I I hated it. And everyone sucked in it. There was a, there was one shot that I really liked, uh, where Jim Carrey meets the guy that got framed for the murder, but then gets let go. The hitman from Mahal Drive. Well, he gets let go because Jim Carrey turns himself in. But still, that seems kind of retarded. Well, uh, that seems retarded. <laughs> Out of all the things in this movie, why does that well, seem no. retarded? It seems retarded on top of. Oh, okay, it, but I mean, it also seems retarded. Yes. Okay. But there, that shot where he's—I I know this is just—I mean, again, I'm just stretching for yeah. positives. There's a shot where he is looking into the cell, but you can't see it because it's got like yeah. that like weird kind of like prison glass. I love that shot. Like I don't right. I, again, it's like five seconds of the entire movie, but I thought it looked cool as shit, and sort of reminded me of. The prison in Lost Highway. You remember that weird yes. ass prison set? Because this is like every David Lynch movie, and it's just as good. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, um, but this movie is garbage. Um, everything about it sucks. The writing sucks. I can't. I can't imagine reading the script and being like, thirty million dollars is yours." Well, they were right because it made like eighty. Made eighty million dollars. I think that just shows you how big of a star Jim Carrey was. Was. And I think this probably did him in. When people actually saw this movie, they're like, oh, I mean, he no. had a career after that. I mean, Mr. he did. Poplar's Penguins. Oh, he did have this oh, Poplar's Penguins. Oh, I forgot penguins. about that. We should call them Tasticles. <laughs> I don't know. This is real bad. All right, now, let me ask you two a question. This is a, this is a behind-the-scenes type question. <laughs> yeah, all I know is he paid us $5 to kiss. <laughs> Get that money. Are you... Are you guys... Upset that I didn't pick Dumb and Dumber Two T O O. No, if T O, like I don't think that's gonna be like as like hysterically incompetent as this movie is. It's probably just not funny. What do you think, Alan? Yeah, I'd rather watch the better movie. Yeah, I don't know. There's like there's not much to talk about. What is there to talk about? Comedy is it funny or is it not funny? Well, it's gonna be like, bad. Yeah, but not, we're not gonna sit there and talk about the narrative structure of Dumb and Dumber Two. Yeah, know? fair. All right, so next week. Uh, kick ass two. It's probably kick gonna be kick ass two. two. It's Gogs. If Gogs is on, it's gonna be his pick. But we all know how that's gonna go. Yeah. I'm thinking about bringing in special guest Kobe Knighta if he wants to show up. If Kobe Knife you. If Gogs. Oh, she's gonna stab us. I don't know. That's why I named him. I like it. Yeah. He's he's very non-violent. Yeah, I know. Is he violent? He smokes a lot of weed. But that's the opposite of what violence. if he smokes so much weed though? He like goes comes back around. Yeah. Oh, that'd be awesome. <laughs> Slow down Dang in it. the 40s real quick. <laughs> all right, everybody. So, uh, listen to all the shows. Oh, uh, Jim Carrey's going to be Dr. Robotnik in the Sonic movie. Yeah, you didn't see that awful trailer? No, I didn't. Oh, it's terrible. Have you seen the new redesign? That was a joke. even worse. Is it a joke? Yeah. Okay. Uh, anyway, go fuck this your This is just making a man. Just a naked man in red shoes. Sign up. Yeah. Uh, I'm in. Make him like one of the Promethean engineers. 
Oh, we didn't even talk about all the bird names in this movie uh, for no reason. His son's name is Robin Sparrow. Yeah, his uh, Jim Carrey's name is Sparrow. The doctor's name was like... The doctor's name was like Sirius... What the hell was Sirius Eagle or something? <laughs> what the hell was the doctor's name? Like Sirius O'Reilly or something? The fake oh. writer's name was Top Secret. Sirius, <laughs> no, it was Sirius top, Leary. Sirius Leary. Sirius Leary. It was Top Secrets. Sop, top Secrets. <laughs> top Secrets. They just need to be as drunk as me, and you can't even say it, right? Uh, so anyway, yeah, go listen to all the shows. The Inept Super Villains just posted a show this week. Uh, Mark and the Days. Black Show Wrestle Dudes. Black Show Wrestle Dudes. Uh, listen to our show again, twice. Oh, shit. Rate and review on iTunes. Do people still do that? I don't know. We're, me and Nate are talking about One Punch Man later this week. Ooh, I've never seen it. It's fun. Is it good? Yeah. You ever already watched it? I watched a few episodes. Though. I listened to your last episode. Yeah, why don't you ever promote that? I'm huh? too drunk. Your anime show. Hey, if you already listened to the other show, and we just probably, say it. We we talked about uh, Scanner Darkly Academy Award. Did you do another one after that? No. I thought you did the robots thing again. That was the week before. Oh. Anyway, fuck you. Fuck your own ass. Kobe like knows a lot about Scanner Darkly. Weirdly enough, <laughs> really about the production of the movie. Yeah. I don't know. Have you ever read the book? Yes. Yeah, I read the book too. After the movie. I read it before the movie. Nah, that, well, I, you know me. I only read shit after. It, just out of happenstance, I just like I just got every book by him. Well, you're yeah. a dickhead. So. I am. I am <laughs> king dickhead. I think I use the phrase not thinking about knowing dick like we do. <laughs> anyway, bye everybody. Fuck your own ass. Oh, Fuck your own ass. This is our longest episode in like months. Anthony's going mad. A gun at a car that she was in. These are charges that Brown denies. He was released yesterday on fifteen thousand dollars bond. He joins us for. From Atlanta to discuss the charges, and we welcome you, James Brown. How did all of this trouble begin? Living in America. There's <laughs> nothing wrong. Nothing wrong at all. You're not in any difficulty, but you're out on bond. No, I'm not. Have I'm all not. the charges been dropped? Yeah, I'm out on love. <laughs> well, are you out on love or out of love? Which yeah, is it? Out on love. Alone from night to night, you find me. Now, James, this isn't the first time you and your wife have had a problem. Are the two of you going to be able to work this out? Let's talk about some music. You oh. want to talk about music, and yeah. you don't want to talk about what happened? No, it's all over. Well, let's talk about your tour. When are you leaving? We're leaving tomorrow. And where are you going? Rio de, Rio de Janeiro and Sao Paulo. Brazil. Now, your, your fans will have read all about this, James. Aren't you concerned about no, that? No, you guys, you're the Caramuches. No, Dagestan. I'm, I'm, I'm concerned because there's nothing wrong. And what are you going to say to your fans when they ask you some questions about it? I'm going to say I feel good. Papa's got a brand new bag. It's a man's world. Well, that's the second time we've heard that in two days. That's very interesting. Now, don't leave us, James. You stay right there. I'm we have leave more that we have something. to talk about. Well, tell us a little bit about what you're going to be Hello, doing Dad. on this tour. Huh? What'd you say? What are you going to be doing on this tour? I'm going to be doing you... Papa's Got a Brand New Bag Living in America. Sex Machine, get up off of that thing. I feel good. Jam. Now, I understand that you I'm have real. already... James, I have to ask you one serious question here. I understand you already have started divorce proceedings. Does that mean that you're now eligible? I'm not, I'm, yes, I'm eligible. I'm saying uh, I want to mingle. You want to mingle? Yeah. Now, the women love you when you get out there. Why do you think that is? What did you say? The women love you when you get out there. Why is that, ladies? Well, I'm asking you. Huh? Because I look good. What do you think good. that is? You I look good. I smell good. 
I yes. feel good. And you sing good. And make love good. Oh. Well, there we are. We don't have to ask anybody else. We got that from the source. <laughs> there, there you are. Now, you're involved in publishing a gospel magazine. Tell us a little bit about that. The Second Coming. It's, uh, it's out of Augusta, Georgia's anchor. Joseph P. Young is the editor, and James Vine is one of the advisors. And we're doing a fantastic job. The Second Coming. It features uh, on this week, I think we have the Pope and... Um, I believe the, the, Williams, the Williams brothers. Mm -hmm. And last, uh, next week we're going to have Reverend Al Sharpton, I think, on the cover. Mm -hmm. And uh, we'll be doing a lot, lot, lot of good things, and hopefully we'll get Brother Ted Turner on the cover. Ted, well, where you at? James, we want to thank you for having, for being with us today. Wait and a giving minute, us I an opportunity. got here. Oh, is there something more you want to say that we yeah, haven't covered? Yeah, I want to say a lot of things. Okay, I go ahead. You. I love America. I love everybody. Well, I feel it's, good. It sounds to me as though you're not troubled by any of this at all. This is a man's world! Thanks for reminding us of that. Every once in a while, we forget. Get up on we remember it again. James, good luck on your tour. Thanks for being with us. I guess we're going to hear lots more. Hasta luego.